People say he ain't no good And I'm crazy as a loon Cause I shave my head in the morning Pick guitar in the afternoon Just like old Chief and Charlie I like to lay around in the shade Well I ain't got no money But you better believe I got it made Cause I ain't asking nobody for nothing Just leave this bald-headed country boy alone. Thank you all for tuning in to the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. want to give a big shout-out to all of our sponsors. Par Hopper Golf Apparel, Nobles Networking, Knife A Month underscore shop on Instagram. Uh, Project Canine Hero, my boy up there in Tennessee, Mr. Jason Johnson. Go check them out. They're not a sponsor for the show, but Creative Vets. Please go look them up. We're playing in their golf tournament coming up in a few weeks. Uh, I love their organization. I love everything that they do. I cannot wait to be a part of uh, that event coming up. I want to give a big shout-out to Mr. Jesse Wayne Taylor, uh, who does the intro to our show, but he also just started his own podcast called Ball-Headed Country Boy. He writes, he teaches veterans how to turn their scars into art with creative vets uh i love you jesse i love what you do with our vets so uh dude uh there's your little plug man um to the rest of our sponsors and everything we love y'all and to our management company and distribution company red circle thanks for putting some change in my pocket folks i finally got another guy on the show from social media y'all know just like i do most men hate me I don't know why guys on social media don't like me. I think they all think I'm an asshole. Uh, well, I think I'm an asshole too, so I kind of get it. But uh, this guy, I've messaged him several months back. If you have a, a social media account like some of us, you don't see messages, and you don't know who's messaging you half the time. But luckily, me and this guy got linked up finally. So I want to introduce you to somebody who I am a fan of. I'm excited to have this conversation with tonight. Uh, Mr. Big Old Texan. Mr. Tex himself. What's up, brother? What's up, brother? How you doing now, man? I'm excited to be sitting here talking to you. Same here. Same here, brother. You are a big fucking human being. Do you know that? <laughs> yeah, the hint's there. That's where I came up with big old Texan from. So I like it. You born and bred uh, Texan through and through? I am not born and bred Texas. No, uh, when I uh, joined the military, I met my wife. She was a Texan. I came from North Carolina. So okay. she said, I'm never leaving Texas. So to keep her in my life, I had to move on down to Texas. But I've been here almost 20 years now. So. Okay. That, how, how old are you? Uh, 41. Okay, cool. Yeah, you've been there long enough. You, you, I was, <laughs> yeah, I feel like at yeah, this point, yeah, you've been I'm a Texan. Yeah. Well, that's uh, I felt like I was a fucking Texan, and I've only been there literally for a month all combined in my life. <laughs> yes, like, I love Texas. Texas is the – I have to tell people all the time, uh, I've – only got to go in the past two years because of this show going out there recording shows um mainly in the fort worth area right and, and uh the people in texas are just a different breed it's everything that is what's good about the south without the bullshit like absolutely it, agree. It, it's the fucking manners 
it's the every there you don't have trashy people really everybody's is so well respected the yes ma'am the no ma'am the yes sir no sir manners is huge for me and just the respect that everybody seems to show each other there i love it absolutely i mean you know people always think when they hear of the south or texas things backwards country and it's you know we're we're i mean we're just like anyone else but it's just a little little bit different on the uh like you said the respect level i feel like i mean because i've traveled all over and every time I go somewhere else, I'm so glad when I come back to Texas. Yeah. It's just, it's a, Texas and Louisiana, I mean, we're just built different, in my opinion. Louisiana is just fucking crazy. Um, they're crazy, you know, but they're, they're you know, if, if you want to see, like, how Louisiana is, you know, Louisiana, it, it, as long as you, you know, are the same way as in Texas, you're respectful, they'll love you. They don't care if you're black, white, red, orange, green. I mean, just look at Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras is a perfect example. You know, you can see people of all ages, all races, all everything come together and party for a week straight. And I mean, it's just a great, it's just a great feeling. And Texas is the same way, you know, you know, whether it's a small county fair or, you know, the Houston Astros, my team, uh, you know, you know, you would like the fucking cheaters. Oh, yeah. You know what? Here's the thing, though. Everyone's done it. They're just the first team to get caught. Hey, this look! Is the first team to get caught. I will. You know? It's not just a saying in the South uh, where I'm from. But it's a saying probably everywhere. But if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You ain't trying. They got fucking I mean, caught. It's a, It's whatever. You know, everyone makes it like yeah. It's because we won the World Series that year. Got caught, and they make it sound like everyone wants to make it sound like the only reason this dream team of baseball players, some of the best with the best stats in the whole league. Won yeah. the series only because of it. I'm like, come on, you know. I mean, it does help if you know a fucking fastball's coming. It does, and, I, and I'm not saying it doesn't. But you're telling me, you know, that those same teams that are crying foul weren't doing the same thing. Yeah, well, every see, single major league team does it. Not saying it's right, but I'm saying you can't make it. People are saying that that Houston's only making it sound like we own the team that did it that year is absolutely crazy. See, this is where people get mad at me a lot. Because, one, I'm a huge – like, I literally – I I love, like, the alphabet community, all the gays and everything. Like, right. they're, they're my homies. They I no, I don't understand why they support me because I make a lot of jokes about them. I even call, like, the ones that are transitioning <laughs> transformers. But they fucking love it because they know I don't mean anything bad by it. Like, right. Like, they, they fucking love me, and I don't know why most of the time. But uh, – I'm a huge Tom Brady fan, like a huge Tom Brady fan. Oh, Tom Brady's the only guy I would drop to my knees for right now and suck <laughs> oh, them balls. I would, oh, right? right. Him and Gronk both could tag team me. So now, it's Gronk, it, I can kind of understand. Gronk Brady, is the oh, fucking man. God. So it's hard for me to get mad at anybody for cheating when I'm a fucking Tom Brady fan. Like, like, it's hard. Like, how am I supposed to get fucking mad at anyone? Right, I can't. But also, too, I have made the argument time and time and time again. I think sports, regardless of what the sport is, I'm okay with steroids. If you have a doctor, like, helping you with them, or, like, you have, like, a trained physician or whatever, like, fucking your ass up the right way. Like, fuck it. They're sports. It's for entertainment. I want to see – yeah, I don't – like, I mean – I don't want to see – I want to see slugfests if yeah. I'm watching baseball. If exactly. Box, and I want heads to come off. Yeah, exactly. Football, I want the big hits. They, you know, football's been so watered down now, I hardly watch it anymore. It's like flag football, you know. 
you know, but I, yeah, I mean, I'm 100% agreeing with you, yeah, you know, so, when it comes to stuff like that. It's, I want to see the best of the best. Give yeah, exactly. me the absolute best. Yes. Yeah, so like, let's see my, what happens. In my mind, people say like steroids are cheating or whatever. But how you said, while ago, like everybody is somebody's doing something to get an advantage. If exactly. you like, regardless of what it is in sports, if you leveled out the playing field and you said, look, let's open it up to whatever. Right. The, Go, whatever you want. The, sport, the sports are fucking crazy. Well, see, here's the thing. The funny thing is everyone thinks you sick a meal and you ask your son to become a super athlete. The bottom line is genetics plays a huge role in that. It's to you, it, the, 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 if everyone's doing, let's say you had a, a cocktail and everyone took it and it'll take them to their absolute best genetic potential. It's there's still going to be unequal playing fields. Oh, yeah. Your genetic potential might be higher than my genetic potential. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that whole, that whole thing. Of, now you of, still, you yeah. still have to have the talent too. Exactly. I mean, you, you still know? have to, there was like, uh, I heard, uh, I didn't hear how they put it. I think he actually worded it in a very, a very politically correct way. But Roger Clements was a, a Hall of Fame pitcher before, even though he's not in the Hall of Fame, he should be. Uh, Roger Clements was a Hall of Fame pitcher before he started juicing. When he right. was asked about it at one point in time after he got caught, it was like, look at fucking Barry Bonds. Right. How, how, and I'll look at everybody else, like, I'm going to end McGuire. up, yeah, I'm going to end up becoming mediocre because these other guys who were Hall of Fame hitters before they started juicing are now juicing now. So they're going to get better. I have right. to keep up or vice versa. If you saw a pitcher juicing that was already great, he's only going to get greater. You right. got to fucking do it. Like, right. Therefore, you just, you know, just like I do, there's shit out there that we don't have a clue about. That no, absolutely. I mean, I think Tom Brady. I love you, TB. I love you, TB12, right now. <laughs> but you are 45 fucking years old, and the league is losing their mind because you just unretired. There shouldn't yeah. be – there's no way that everything – it'll come out in 10 years that something that he's putting in his body right now will end up being a banned illegal substance. You just don't Not know totally. that it's supposed to be banned yet. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and you know, to me, to be the, the complete honest truth, 100%, you know, who's my job? I mean, when the government got involved, it started making that when Bush came up and started making banning lists, they, they were banning lists that was in GNC and, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, to me, the bottom line here is, is you do you, I'm going to do me. If you're going to allow alcohol, if you're going to allow cigarettes that kill and do, you know, all this other stuff, then that should be legal as well. Yeah. Like I go to a, I go to a weight loss, a weight loss doctor. Um, like for appetite, like suppressant, appetite, appetite suppressant is called Adipex. And right. like, it's like technically like legal meth is fit. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like, if I can legally take that and put that in my body, like you should be able to put whatever the fuck you want in your body. I don't, right. I don't, I don't understand the difference in, and whatever, like it didn't, a bunch of that stuff doesn't make sense to me at all. Like, why do they come in and regulate stuff that they have no business? I think most of it is because they don't know how to tax it. They don't know how to well, keep it's up the same with way it. with weed. They didn't have. They don't know a way to tax. You know, all these UGLs that uh, you know th uh, do this stuff under the table no, with no taxation. It's the same way weed was, but now they've opened these shops. They figured out how to, you know, with Colorado leading the front and making a you know, $3 billion in one year in taxes. 
I mean, now they're saying, oh, we can make money off it, so we'll legalize it. You know, it passed the Senate earlier this week, and I'm sure it's going to pass the House, you know, but, yeah, you know, it's all, it comes to money. I yeah. Mean, the whole, like, we, when weed was made illegal, do you, do you know why weed originally, the, the day it was made illegal, what it was for? I've heard the story before, but it's been so long. I'd rather you educate it was everybody. Forestry. Yeah. Forestry service to get rid of hemp. They wanted to get rid of hemp, okay, because hemp paper was easier to make, cheaper to make, and you could literally grow it as opposed to having to deforest the, you know, the planet. So the, you know, big forestry guys were big, you know, money makers for the government, just kind of like how big tobacco is and all that stuff. And they said, we need this made illegal. So that's exactly what happened. They turned it illegal. It's been illegal for, you know, however long it's been simply because it originally was used as paper. Yeah. Uh, I'm so glad that there would, we do a lot of stuff with veterans. How long did you serve? Uh, five years. Five years. We do a lot of stuff with like uh, mental health awareness with veterans. We work with mission 22. Uh, we, a couple other organizations and everything and marijuana and everything, all the positive side effects that it Absolutely. has for mental health. It's, it's, it's almost a fucking shame that it's took so long right. just to get to where we're even at now. With, yeah. with it and it's just when you really do figure out that it all boiled down that it's boiled down to money no, like, it's, all money. It, it's, it's, it's bullshit it, i mean it, it really is i think a lot of it too the hang-up that it's took so long is because of opioids and pharmaceutical companies pretty much begging the government please do not pass this drug let's keep giving this drug right. a, a negative it's not even a fucking drug in the first place but kate let's not uh let's keep pushing the negative effects of marijuana instead of the positive effects of marijuana. I, you, you don't have anybody out there robbing people for weed. You know, yeah, you don't have yeah. anybody out there break. Yeah. You don't have anybody doing stupid shit for weed. They're too, you're too relaxed. The only thing you're doing is you're hungry or you're sleeping. Yeah. That, that, I mean, you know, that's it. I didn't start uh, smoking. I don't, I don't, I do like the pins or the gummies. Right. I didn't, yeah, I didn't start those until probably three years ago. I never touched anything. Um, and then I found out like the positive effects that it has on mental health. And I was Absolutely. like, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's give some shit a try. Let's let's just see what it does for you. And just the calmness, the anxiety mm -hmm. gone. Everything is like, why the fuck ain't I been doing this my whole life? I, I get it now. I get why people. I've done this forever. This isn't bad for you. Right. And, that, and that's the thing is it all boils down, like you said, big pharma. You know, big pharma, why, you know, they're out there killing people, writing prescriptions, over, overly prescribing, you know, extremely powerful medications that people become addicted to that they do end up killing people for or robbing people for yeah. or doing crazy shit to, to be able to continue getting their pills. Because once they're cut off, now they got to find something more powerful. And unfortunately, you know, they, they always call weed the gateway drug. No, these opioids, Vicodins, Demerol, these are gateway drugs to heroin and cocaine because you need something. Once your body gets used to it, you know, you need something a little bit stronger. You know, I, I have forgot that term. That is crazy to think. I remember now being taught in D.A.R.E. or whatever it was growing up in school that weed was a gateway drug. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit, I forgot all about that. I've never seen someone say after they're smoking some weed, being like, man, I really want to go 
do a line of cocaine right now. Yeah. Like, I, it, you know, it doesn't, it just doesn't work that way. It's I don't know. I, I know a lot of musicians, but it's for a whole different reason. You got to show it a few right. minutes. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but they're pieces of shit. They're not my friends anyway. <laughs> um, that's what you get for not sleeping, dumbasses. Um, but uh, no, um, I, dude, I just, I forgot that this shows I'm 34. So, I forget the generational, like the education that that just changes from generation to generation. Absolutely. Uh, the fact that we used to get taught that marijuana was a gateway drug. Oh, dude, you need to go look at go look at some of the commercials they used to put out in the eighties and early nineties. This is your brain. This is your brain yeah. on drugs. Uh, there were some commercials uh, about uh, you know they showed kids. Uh, smoking weed and then they would go murder uh, their you know their family yeah and, i mean th- th- it was crazy you know and and because we in the, during our time you know because late 80s or 90s is when the heroin and cocaine things started really popping off and you know new york miami stuff like that we would for our generation we were coming up it was weed we was the drug that was it yeah. weed and acid and you know whatever so other like psychedelic stuff that were more hardcore but you know, every commercial that they put on TV made it sound like if you smoke that joint, you are going to become a mass murderer. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't be further from the truth. That is insane. I remember still being a kid, and they used to have the one where uh, the dudes were in line at a restaurant, like in a drive through at a fast food place. And there was somebody, like a little kid that was on a bicycle and uh, right. drove, drove in front. Yeah. Uh, drove in front of the restaurant and they were yes. like high first off if you've ever been high at a restaurant in the drive through line your fat ass is eating that goddamn cheeseburger <laughs> and looking both ways you're so paranoid paranoid you're so you are going two miles an hour you're gonna get yes. pulled over for driving too slow is what's gonna Absolutely. happen you're not speeding happened to me yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're not fucking speeding out of the McDonald's to rush home and eat your fucking nuggets. Hell no. no. Hell no. That shit ain't making it home. No, no. You're literally probably gonna pull over in the parking lot. You're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me turn on some good music. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. God, that's 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 crazy. Um, well, dude, uh, I want everybody to kind of. Find out about you. I know we're, we're bullshit having a good time, but I wanted to. You're, I, I was t- kind of telling you yesterday on the phone. Uh, a lot of listeners know this. I don't like a lot of the people on social media. I don't get right. it. I, I don't get it. And uh, we get a lot of requests from folks um, when they've seen like previous guests and folks that we've had on the show. They're like, hey, uh, we'd love to come on the show. And uh, I look up their stuff and I'm just like, I don't really give a shit about having you on the show i just don't right. think you i don't think you have layers i don't think you have like any like anything to you i messaged you a while back like i said at the beginning of the show right. I, I think that you have i think I, you've got something to you i didn't know you were a vet either so that's even fucking better with everything that we do i love that um thank you for your service uh no, but, no problem, but like everything else about you you're just positive you put a good vibe out into the world uh some of the messages that you put out there i love um how did you even like what brought about you getting on social media and what kind of like got you blown up because what do you you know like <laughs> uh, you got a shit ton of followers now don't you yeah i got i got a lot i got like two uh, probably in the next couple of days, I'll hit 2.2 million on TikTok. And I got a 
couple hundred thousand on Instagram. And, you know, that's pretty, uh, there's a couple other, uh, the clapper I've got, you know, close to a million verified there, verified on high notes. Well, what about, um, what, what about your, what about your only fans? How many you got on there? <laughs> no more only fans, you know, I just don't understand how that works. Plus it's just, you know, that's not my thing. That's not my bag anymore. Uh, oh, I was fucking no, with you. I didn't know you had one in the I first had, place. I had an OnlyFans only for like a buck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it just it's just too weird. Um, no, the way I got started, man, was actually was on Facebook. Now, I've been banned on Facebook. I've been banned on Instagram twice. Um, YouTube shut my channel down. But I was actually, my, my persona that I used to have that made me blow up overnight was Angry Vikings. Yeah. Um, and people can Google that Angry Viking and they'll see. And of course, every article of that it, that's in there is a you know article that's gonna call me a you know racist and all this stuff. And that that honestly had nothing to do with it. What it was was there was this I saw this video on Facebook, and it was this this guy who owned he, he was trying to raise an army of 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 racists, and he was saying, We're gonna come take over Texas and um I did the response video saying that would not be a good idea. We don't fuck around in Texas. And if you bring your ass here, the fight is on. Yeah. And it, I mean, it, it went from, and that was under my original name, you know, my real name. Um, and, and it just blew up. So I was like, okay, I need to create it like a group, you know, like a page. So then I created a page that someone messaged me. He's like, man, you see, you just seem like an angry Viking, man. Because I was, you know, real big then and had the mohawk and all that. So that's how that started. And then, um, you know, we really blew up uh, when we went to Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky, and stood up against these guys because they were saying they were going to kidnap children, kidnap the mayor, kidnap police officers, and and kill them. And guys, we said no, you're not. So literally, we're all over YouTube. Google, I mean, it's it's crazy. Um, but the funny thing was, was while they're calling, you know, I'm literally labeled by the my the angry Viking um, is labeled by the um, Southern Poverty Law Center as a te- as a terrorist group. That's my a name is I'm a te- I'm a terrorist apparently. Um, but the funny thing is, is I would say we were 50 50. We had uh, you know 50 percent Caucasian, 50 percent everything else, women. Yeah men you know children and um once that guy that we were going against was arrested by the fbi which he was he's actually in federal prison right now um for something he did at louisville kentucky while we were there um i said okay my mission is done with that you know it it uh you know my goal was to step up stand up to this guy because uh, he called me on social media saying we wouldn't show and all this stuff and i'm kind of as a texan as a man uh you, you say i'm not going to do something because i'm scared i'm i'm going to do it and so we showed up about 500 strong against his 500 strong. And it was great. Um, so then what we did was we started traveling around. This is during the time, you know, people were burning cities down and looting and robbing. And, and me and my guys, we just show up and we would be a business would message me saying, Hey, would you come stand watch during this riot? And, um, and we would, we would stand there and make sure their businesses were protected. Um, and so, once Facebook shut us down, YouTube shut us down, I kind of just sat back. I didn't really know what to do. So someone reached out to me one day and said, hey, man, you should do a uh, TikTok. You know, I didn't even know what the hell TikTok was. Never even heard of it, you know, because I wasn't a social media guy. I mean, I, I never was. But this is right at the beginning of COVID. 
And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll try it out. So um, I tried it out, made a video, went viral. My very first video um, went viral, had millions of hits, and I grew and grew and grew. And now, um, you know, I, I originally was a, a, kind of like a fitness channel, but over the last year and a half, it's more focusing on uh, mental health and comedy to uh, reach people. And it seems like, you know, it, it, it either pisses people off or resonates with them. You know, because sometimes I say things like in the veteran community, I say things that a lot of veterans, you know, don't agree with. And I think and one of them, like my main thing is, I think 22 a day is bullshit. You, you know, I don't think you, it, I don't. You, you think what now? That the 22 a day shit where people take videos of 22 pushups. And so I think that's bullshit. Yeah, I don't think I'm actually going to I'm actually going to agree with you on that. I think okay. there's, I think there's off, a lot of them. I get a lot of heat. Well, I think there's better things you can do. Thank you. That's what I think. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I'm sitting there yeah. like I ask people. I'm like, okay, so you recording yourself doing video of 22 push. How is that helping a suicidal vet? Yeah. Like I actually involve myself. I'm on the phone with vets. Vets reach out yep. to me through my messages and email, and we I have a team that we we talk them down from the ledges. Last year alone, we probably say we we saved I would say 15 vets who were at who literally one of them was a Marine Corps colonel. You know, done 25 years and he had a 45 in his mouth and we kept him on the phone and, and made him put the weapon down. We were able to FaceTime until the police were able to get there. But we have, that's what we, we involve ourselves. To me, 22 a day, you're doing some pushups for, it looks like a clout thing to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To me, you're doing it to, 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 so people pat you on the back. It's yeah, kind of like when you give food to a homeless guy. And, and then you, you record you it. Yeah, yeah, I don't like you doing it because you care, yeah. right? I, you know, you ain't doing it because you care. You're doing it because you want some say, out of boy. And yeah. the bottom line is, 22 a day ain't doing shit. We need to actually get out there and evolve ourselves. And so that's what I try to do more with my page, especially on our live shows. Yeah, see, uh, I 100 percent agree with you. I've got a lot of people that, like I said, told you well, yeah, we work with a lot of veterans. We work with some veteran organizations, and I know that they'll post stuff like that, and it's okay that they post stuff like that. Sure. But but I know that as soon as that camera's off, they're going out and doing something like that. Right. There's they're, different. Right. Yeah, That's the difference. Yeah. If somebody's right. actually posting that stuff to like to draw some awareness in, sure. But then they're doing something that's fine. But you get a lot of fucking people that like, oh, I'm right. gonna do 22 people. To, I'm gonna do 22 push-ups right now, and then that's right. all I'm gonna do. I'm that's gonna it. leave it at that. It's yeah, like because there's tons of things you can volunteer yeah. for. I mean, you could even go to a VA hospital volunteer. Yep. I mean, even if it's for a couple hours on a weekend, every yep. weekend, two hours a week, a week, you know, eight hours a month. You donate. That's actually helping. Yeah. So just sit down and bullshit with them. Make her treat them. You know, treat them like they're human, and and not like they're fucking broken. And you know, that's helping someone. You know, to me, you know, like when I do my live shows, man, people people get pissed. They're like, you know, uh, twenty two a day. And I'm like, well, see, twenty two a day. It ain't doing nothing. Well, see, that's why that that's why uh, a lot of the I don't, I hate the word creator. I hate the word influencer. I hate I hate all that. Shit. like it drives me fucking insane when people call themselves that i had to bust my ass in country radio and other things to get to where i'm at now to where this is my life like right. i don't i don't consider myself i don't have public figure creator influence or nothing on none of my stuff like i've had to earn awards i've had to earn titles and everything i think that anybody that puts that stuff in front of their names or on their profiles or whatever no offense to anybody that's listening that has that stuff. Like, <laughs> if you have to put that shit on your stuff, you're not any of those things. You're wanting to be those things. Right. Like, you don't have to call yourself a fucking 
public figure if you're a public figure. Like right. I've never I've never got that with folks. But uh a lot of the people that consider themselves those things, they'll when I invite them on the show or like somebody reaches out about being on the show, they'll listen to me like on a live or something. And I like to drink and I like to run my mouth. Like it's kind of Absolutely. my thing. Like I'm very good at Amen. it. And one of the things that has got me, I'll not say it got me in trouble a couple of times, but it's got people that canceled the show is I have a huge fucking problem with the fact that we have people on, especially TikTok that are making millions of dollars or making a shit ton of money off of these apps. And it's because of people sending gifts or people oh, do, do, doing whatever. But then you got fucking vets that have served this country that are homeless and right. people, people don't realize that you're sending your money to someone who is no fucking different than you, that right. you have literally made it to where this is their job now of well, yeah. doing, a mean, know, doing a trendy fucking dance. Yeah, my bad. They're doing like a trendy fucking dance, but you can't go down to your VA or you can't go buy a couple of food cards or whatever and go give to a homeless vet you would rather give your money to somebody that's doing a fucking trendy dance right then help somebody who actually put their life on their line for you right now, I'm, now here's my thing with that i'm kind of 50 54 yeah. only because i know certain creators that they take those gifts like i'll, I'll use a buddy of mine john collins for example um he's been on the show Oh, I, yeah, on Facebook, this guy, you would think this guy's a millionaire. Yeah. You know, because of, he goes live two or three times a day, makes a killing in his battles. But I've literally seen this guy, you know, stroke $10,000 after a live that he, he could have kept uh, to someone in need. Um, when me with me, with my heart condition, uh, when I found out I was going into organ failure. Him and his fans in one night, in one hour, raised seven thousand dollars to pay for my hospital bill because I hadn't been accepted by the VA yet. So everything was coming out of my pocket. I'm okay with those guys, but then you have the other side, and this to me is the toxic side. Where it's all about just competing for rankings. So you literally have people in there giving; they'll make thirty thousand dollars on on a one hour live. They don't interact with their fans. They don't talk to them. It's all about give me money, and they do that daily. And and they're making a shit ton of money. And I said the same thing. I'm saying, why are y'all spending all this money when you could be it could be going to a better cause? Like I know there's TikTokers out there, um, and one of them, she's a friend of mine. She collects the money and then turns around and gives it to small, small creators or to fundraisers. She'll give lights, which is the big TikTok gift, one one of the biggest ones. And she'll, it's like $400 and she'll give it to, to uh, someone who's hurting or, or, you know, she'll spend her time looking for people on lives who need just to, to be uplifted. That type of stuff I'm down for. That's fine. But I don't have a problem those with that. Other, but 90% of the people on this app, it's the battles and stuff. I can't stand them. But yeah, I, I rarely battle. The only time I've ever battled is if a creator specifically requests for a charity or, um, uh, like I said, whenever I was, when I, about five months ago, when I was diagnosed with kidney, you know, failure, liver failure, and heart failure, um, a bunch of creators came together to help do a fundraiser, and they wanted to battle me where all the gifts went to me. 
Yeah. So, um, but other than that, I don't do battles. I just don't see a point. I've never, I've, never, I've, never I, yeah, I, I've never done one. I don't even, I don't even really know how the shit works. This is it's not for boring. Me. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know nothing about it. I just, uh, like when we do it, we just got done uh, raffling off a truck for creative events. Um, awesome. Yeah. Like we just got done raffling off a truck for it. I just, whenever you do that kind of stuff, um, as long as it's done the right way, I don't care. Like exactly. You, as long as you've got like somebody, that is going to do something good with the money. I don't give a fuck. I mean, if people right. want it, that's, that's fine. I just assume after watching the majority of people on these apps, and it is think, the majority, I don't think they're going to. They're maybe not. maybe I'm true. just, j- maybe I'm just a jaded. Ass no, 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 you're not. Dude, dude, I got so much inside stuff on that. It, yeah. it, honestly, I would be perfectly fine if TikTok get away with battles completely. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's so ridiculous right now that it's, it, you know, it's not even fun, you know, to battle anyone because it's, 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 it's just, I don't know. It's dirty. It almost feels dirty. Yeah. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, I just, there's just so much about like, um, about TikTok that I think is dirty period anyway. Like yeah. I, I don't like, <laughs> do you, do you know what is crazy about it? <clears throat> First of all, a lot of people, for those who don't know, it's a Chinese app in the first place, right? Right. Do you know that in America, they push the stupid fucking side of TikTok? In China, they push the educational side of TikTok? Well, that, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So, not like, me, me. yeah. yeah. It, but, like, even it's not just the educational side. They demoralize us. Like, they push, like, our, like, sex. They put, like, all this other stuff over here. Yeah. Everywhere else, they're like, you know, modest. E- everywhere else, I the women that I have on my show, we have a like our listening audience is like eighty percent women, and right. with with my podcast, I have a lot of women that come on the show that are empower other women. Now that's that that's what we do. We find great women with great stories to have on the show. We don't usually have a lot of women that are just the trashy side of fucking yeah we don't i don't deal with them i don't trust me i'm a single fucking guy i'm 34 years old i like looking at them just like everybody else i'd be a hypocrite and a liar if i said i didn't click on them and like them i'm but i'm single i i I probably want to take half of them home that don't mean (laughs) i don't mean mean i'm fucking going to but uh i'm also i also am raising a daughter though like my daughter's fixing to be 11 in september i don't want her seeing that shit like I, right. I, I don't want her thinking that she can make a million dollars with her body. I want her to think she make a million dollars with her brain. Yeah, and, yeah. We just kicked our daughter off of TikTok. Yeah, you know, which it, it's just. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let her. You know, because because what to me is so funny, and it's it's it just shows how broken TikTok is. Literally, a marginally good-looking girl can shake their butt for seven seconds on this app and get 200,000 likes and yep. 5 million views. But you take a, a soldier, a veteran, a first responder, or just a general Joe Blow who tr- is trying to talk mental health, or you barely break 10,000 views. And I've tested it on my own. I got 2.1 million followers. I do my comedy. I'll get, you know, I'll, I'll quickly blow up on that. You know, I do something where I'm reaching out to someone. Or, or extent, you know, doing a more, it, it, it's it's hard. So I've had to figure out to beat their algorithm. I had to figure out how to use my comedy and get the, the mental health aspect point across so it tricks the algorithm. It works every time. 
Yeah. But it's sad because you're right. They push, they're pushing junk while the, everywhere other country, it's, yeah. it's the well, modesty. That, yeah. And that's what I was, the point I was trying to get to is exactly what you just said. It's, we have to push the good content. We like right. you, it, regardless of what app it's on. I mean, Snap, I'm not Snapchat, but TikTok being the biggest thing it is right now as far as social media platforms. Crazy. Like, you have to push the good content. Like, you have mm -hmm. to push the good folks that are making the good shit. Like, you have to push the good shit. And there's just not enough people that actually give a damn about there it. There's And, like, uh, one of the things with me, too, uh, I used to be a real big conservative, but now I'm more of an independent than anything. I just think that everything's fucking Same stupid. Here. I think that everybody's is full of shit now. I don't know who's who. I think they're – I just think everybody's fucking moron, to be honest with you. Right. I, don't th I don't think anybody's – democracy, the definition of it to me is you were supposed to have two sides that came together that found a common goal that worked for everybody, mm -hmm. a compromise, a middle of the it's road. It's been a clown thing. show for the last 20 years, man. Yeah, I'm just – I'm it's over it. It's been a clown show. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally over all of it. But I have been blessed enough to be involved with politics in the state of Georgia. So, like, I go speak at uh, – the one of the women that are running for governor here. Like I've went and spoke uh, at a convention like here recently. Um, I've had some of the people that are running for office doing my show. And so like I've, I'm getting involved, I'm getting hands on. And a lot of the creators on social on TikTok, that's another thing that pisses me off is you have all these people that talk a lot of shit about politics, but they just do it on social media. Right. They, don't, they don't go out and do anything to make a change in their community. Like, everybody that is there's too many people i call them like keyboard patriots or keyboard gangsters or whatever like regardless of what it is you seem like the type of guy that you will say something on social media but you'll back it up in real life there's not enough of that right i mean yeah. i did that for for 18 months you know yeah. i was when people are complaining you know people post a video of like baltimore philadelphia seattle i was there yeah. You know, I was there getting shit thrown on me and piss thrown on me and, you yeah. know, the concrete bombs hit with, you know, I, I was there, you know, so I, when I say, you know, this is how I feel because I've seen it firsthand, you know, but that's the thing is, you know, the, to me, and, and a TikTok is a perfect example of it. I'm trying to figure out the right way to say this. Um, I've seen, I've seen the bad side of the left and I've seen the bad side of the right. Absolutely. Neither one of them ain't got blood on their hands. There's some dirt on, there's some nasty on both sides. Yeah. So me, I look at the individual now. You yep. know what I'm saying? I look at, I would give it two shits what that little letter by is it D or is R. I care because we've seen in the government how they'll, they've turned up, you know, they've turned the swamp is deep. I, let me look at your history. Yeah. How is you, how have you voted? Where are you at on this, this, this right now that, you know, to me, the only person I actually believe in and trust right now is DeSantis. That's one of he he reminds me of a Trump, but he's a he's a he's a a political Trump. You know, he, he's gonna say and do what he wants, but it's within that sphere of acceptance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't, you know, go too far out 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 the way, but I you know, I any other politics you talk to me, I'm just like I, I that's why when we start our lives, I'm like, I don't talk politics. I was like, everybody's welcome here. I'll give a fuck if you vote for Biden or you support Trump or whoever the fuck. I don't care about your sexual intent. I don't care about none of that shit. You yeah. know, I'm here to have fun. 
I want to hang out. We're gonna do some crazy shit on the show, and and that's it. But as far as politics go, man, they're all crooks. Yes, yeah, that's how I feel. I just I just don't give a, a shit anymore. I used to be extremely passionate about it, but now what I'm passionate about when it comes to politics is your community. Is, the community is, yes. is your community and your state. That's Absolutely. all that's all you can help with. That's all you can concern yourself with. Anything outside of that, don't fucking worry about it. That, that's that, it. There's nothing you can do. I mean, there's there's nothing you can do. And uh I've I don't know, man. It's it's when I've had to I don't want to say cut ties because if they hear this, I don't want them to get upset with me. But <laughs> I recently, I recently had an interaction with somebody that I was, I had had a, uh, some involvement with as far as the show goes and a friendship with, and this person would always talk about how they hated the left being so sensitive. And then something happened. The white right is just as bad. Yeah. But then something happened to this person and they showed how sensitive they were. Right. And I, and in my mind is like, look, you can't fucking do that. Like you cannot sit here and bitch about how you hate how sensitive one side is. And then when one little thing happens to you, you act exactly like them. Absolutely. You, you're not being an example setter. You're supposed to show how in those moments, how they're supposed to act. Yeah, right. you're not supposed to do that. And I'm good God. I just, but I'm, dude, I'm, you're, you're a little bit older than me. And I don't know if, if I would imagine you're exactly, <laughs> I would imagine you're exactly like this. At some point in time in the past two years, I just realized that if you're not adding to like my success, if you're not adding to like my peace, I don't care. I don't care if you're, somebody that I thought five days ago that I loved and valued as a friend. Like if you're part of the issue, bye. Like I, I can, yeah. I, I can cut you the fuck off. Like I can, oh, I, I keep my, my circles fucking tight. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's tight as a butthole, man. I don't, I, I've been burned. Dude, I can't even tell you how many times. I, you know, you, I, social media is the worst. It, oh, yeah. It, you know, when, it, when you think these people reach out to you and then you start developing a relationship with them, a friendship with them, and the first chance they get to turn on you or burn you or use your name to help them, and then you call them, uh, it, it's, it's it's a nightmare. And so I've just learned that um, now, have I made a couple true, real friends yeah. on social? Absolutely. And, and those are part of my tight circle, but you have to go through some serious shit with me. For me to even begin to to give you that trust, cause well, I think I think what people fail to realize with this stuff is, me and you, whether me and you would ever be close or not, me and you probably would have a connection if we met off of social media. Like sure. there, you're gonna have certain people that, regardless of how you met, you probably be boys Just with. Bob. Yeah, right. you, yeah. Those are the folks that, regardless of how you met, could be your friend. Now, there's going to be some people that you probably tried to, I'm not going to say necessarily use, but I know that you would have made for a good show. Like right. I, I know between like, like even when this is over, just like all the rest of our guests do, it probably ask you to make a TikTok, tell them folks to go download it, and then me do sure. it and stuff like that. I mean, it's good for me for marketing and everything else, right? Um, Absolutely. And then it hopefully it gets more people to ask you on their shows. I mean, it helps everybody. It's brand right. and all that shit. But you never know the connection you're going to have with people. There's been people that I've had on this show 
not a connection worth a fuck that I thought we were going to be best <laughs> friends with by the time the show was over. Like, I thought we were going to be besties. Right. Nothing. Now I'm talking about nothing. <laughs> and then and then you get somebody like perfectly Kelsey or uh the, the girl Dimps. I don't know if you're familiar with either one oh, of them. Oh yeah, I know both of them. Okay. So both of them have been on the show. I tell the story about Kelsey all the time. Kelsey was gonna be clickbait for me. Like I thought that I was not necessarily gonna hate her, but I was like, there's no way that me and this woman are gonna get along. We're gonna disagree on everything, but it'll make for a good episode. 30 right. minutes in, I was obsessed with this woman. I thought she was amazing. <laughs> I thought that everything that came out of her mouth and the way that she worded it and just the type of mother that she was and just everything about her was absolutely beautiful by the time really? we got done. Oh, I, she's just a, she's just in my mind, everything that she stands for and the way she goes about it, even if you disagree with her, one thing that it will make me love you. Even if you and me don't have the same agree, like even if we don't agree on that topic, all you ever have to do is be able to tell me why. Don't do because right. you, don't do that because I said so. Shit. Explain to me why you believe something. Because the right. truth, truth is, a lot of people don't understand this next thing. Is my like my beliefs and your beliefs? There's nothing. There's nothing different about them. I can be just as passionate in my beliefs as you are in yours. But we have to have things that back those beliefs up. I can respect you if you are just as passionate as I am, but I have to know why. The second, exactly. the second you tell me why, I'm good with it. Kelsey, even if we didn't, and we did agree on a lot of stuff, we disagreed on a few, but she always had the why. Right. And it was real shit. And then uh, same thing with Dimps. I told her to her face whenever she came to Nashville. Um, well, whenever we did the show there, I was like, I did not get why everybody was obsessed with you. I did not. And then when you get around her, it's just like, holy shit. Like you're going to be on CMT. Like you're going to be like a talk show host soon. There's just, she has that quality. Yeah. Um, and I didn't expect that out of them. Me and you, I'll tell you right now. Me and you have a lot of the same ideals, like standing up for what we believe in, backing our shit up or whatever. I knew that me and you would probably vibe a little bit. But Absolutely, I think, yeah, I, I got the same feeling too. Yeah, but I, now I know that if me and you were sitting in a room drinking some whiskey or beer together, we'd have a fucking hell of a time without the mics on. <laughs> like, that is how I judge people. Like right. that, yeah, so like you just never know. Uh, and do you want to go do karate in the basement now? Fuck yeah, I do. God damn. Did we just become best friends? Yeah. 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 My guy, my guy, speaking of speaking of that, uh, my guy Justin Nunley, Justin Danger. Um uh, oh, I love that guy. So he is blown. I need him to tell me how the fuck he blew up. He, I remember following this guy yeah. when he had a hundred thousand followers, and he is just it's like every day. I mean, and it's the most simple concept. He figured I, it I'm out. I'm not going to lie, Justin, if you're listening right now, fuck you. Okay? Yeah. I'm jealous of everything you have. Because it's just, his, his technique is so simple. And it's, I mean, it's just mind-blowing. I'm, I'm just kidding. I, I love Justin. He's a great yeah. guy. Uh, yeah. But, man, that guy's crazy. He, uh, he figured it out. Me and him, uh, he's one of the guys. Because, like I, I told you earlier, guys just don't see. You almost have to be so confident in yourself like just an an alpha male 
Right. And, and what the thing about alpha males is, and I have to explain this all the fucking time. You have not once called yourself alpha male. Alpha males don't have to fuck call themselves alpha males. We're, right. They're just fucking confident. Like they're just, they're secure with themselves. Justin and me had that long conversation the first time he's on the show. He's going to be on the show this week again, like the third or fourth time. Justin and me talk a couple times a week. We just hit it off really, really good. And right. he, he tells me all the time when he calls me. It's like he'll tell me when he's got a new idea. And he'll run it past me. And he'll be like, he'll just kind of work it over with me or whatever. And uh, this is like he figured it out. It's the same way to where I had a concept of doing thirst traps, but without the thirsty part of it. Like, (laughs) this is weird, but, like, it's almost like a mental thirst trap. Right. And it's where you you try to get someone to actually turn them on, but their brain. Not, like, sexually, but actually. No, I know what you're saying. You you know what I'm saying? And it was something that I kind of played with a little bit, but that's what this show is. Like, that is literally everything that I do is to push people towards my show. That well, is, is the like, I, only reason I do social media in the first place is for the simple fact that I'd use them as marketing tools. That's all this is for sure. me. I wish I had a team of people, and hopefully one day I will, that have a team of people that was doing this shit for me. So all I had to do was sit here, record my show, record the commercials, do everything I have to do. And that's, that's all I wanted to do. When I worked in radio, right. that is all I had to do. And I, I like making videos. I like making the content. Some of it's fun, but you know, like I do some of that shit, like having to come up with something like, it's, no, it's, it's tiresome. Awesome. Yeah. Cause not everything's I mean, a hard, not everything. I won't post anything. Cause it's mentally, yeah. it's especially when you're a comedian. Yeah. It's, it's like Justin, Justin picked the perfect, his perfect niche yeah. because he can literally look up weird facts and say, listen, and then read the rear fact. It's a perfect thing because he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to create, and I, I'm not talking shit about Justin, yeah. I'm not saying, yeah. but he doesn't have to create it. It's, it's, you know, his creation was the idea. Now that idea's got 4 million, and working his way to 5 million followers, um, and he got verified, um, which again, fuck you, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's uh, you know, you could Google, you know, what's weird facts of the day, and boom, you can yeah. say, listen, blah 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 blah. blah. Well, when, when you're a comedian, you actually have to create something that you hope. Like there's been times I've created, spent four or five hours of a video, lots of transition, thought it was fucking hilarious, nothing, flop. Yeah. And then there's other videos I post seven seconds long that literally did, took me ten seconds to make, two three million views. Yeah, yeah, see, Ju- Justin's got like um. Certain people have certain things. One thing that makes me good at this and made me good at radio is a lot of people will tell you it's the tone of somebody's voice. I Absolutely. just, I just so happen to have a good tone, and I would have never thought that until someone told me when I came into radio that it wasn't my actual voice; it's the tone of my voice. And is I'm quick with it or whatever and all this kind of shit. So it made me good at what I do. Justin, besides for just like the looking up facts, whatever, he has the timing. He has he has the best fucking timing like of almost a seasoned comedian. Absolutely, I agree. You cannot teach timing. Like it, 
you can, but it takes fucking forever to develop it. He, um, in a matter of a year, his timing is, is fucking perfect. You, it's, it's ridiculous. And he's trying new things. I love that he's trying new things and he's going to be good at those. He, um, me and him are probably going to end up having it. He, he wants me and him to do our own show together, like probably once a week. And it, I don't know what the fuck we're going to name it or anything yet, but, uh, <laughs> but it'll, it'll be fun. Cause, uh, I've got some experience and things that he doesn't, and he obviously right. has some experience things, and I don't. And uh, I, I think it'll go very good. But, um, dude, that's just he's just got something, and he's so fucking smart. That's a huge thing, that when you are that smart, got that good of timing. I agree. And you, like you said a while ago, you spend a lot of time making those videos. I think the longer the videos on the stuff, the harder it is for it to be – a trendy justin's video is probably average 10 fucking seconds right so the attention span to somebody in the first place is like that of a squirrel he right. makes he makes it so simple and so quick that the punchline you never have to tell a joke all his stuff is punchline that is why right. that's why it's fucking genius you don't have to even set it up punchline video the right. punchline it's wonderful it's, it's, it's brilliant it's like i said he cornered a niche and I see other people trying to copy him now. Yeah. And I, I call him out. I'm like, listen, give credit for credit. He created the whole list of things. That's yeah. his shit. You know what I'm saying? Give the man his credit. But I'm going to tell you something right now. There's, gonna be, there's a guy. He's just started on TikTok. And he's blowing the fuck. I'm telling you, he's going to be, he's going to blow us all in the water. It's the guy that does the, um, uh, the, the like, subway talking shit, the firehouse subs. And he puts the eyes and mouth on it. And he's using his facial features. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. Uh, this guy is fucking hilarious. Like he, like when I say hilarious, I'm talking like hilarious. Like his, yeah. I watch all of his shit, and you know he's already gone. I think when I first started following, he was at forty five hundred followers, and he's already he's pushing his way to three hundred thousand now in a week. Yeah, um, he, he, he is just this uh, hilarious guy. But he reminds me a lot of that quick. You yeah. know, real quick humor, and you know, mine is more. It draws you out, but I, I'm know. the same way. I have to tell a story. What? Yeah, what I do? My specialty is I take, like, I'll take voiceovers. Like, I'll take a Dave Chappelle skit or another cre- creator's skit, and I add my character to it. Yeah, you know, with all my wigs and outfits and stuff like that, and I make it so it's like you're watching a show. So. You know, that's why I think people are drawn to my style because that's kind of what I do is I turn what is what you see on stage with Kevin Hart, I turn it into an actual comedy skit. Yeah. You know, and hopefully by the end of it, you're laughing just as hard as you were when, you know, you watched the, the show on HBO. So I, that's kind of my thing. Yeah, I don't – I don't – I've I've had a lot of people, uh, especially here in Georgia. I got the, the biggest podcast in Georgia, and – I've had a lot of people that have like asked me to go do stand up and stuff, but I don't think it's for me. I, I don't, I don't even, I, I, don't what, even I don't even want a part of it. Like I, I think that I'm good. I'm one of these people, dude, that I think that when you're good at something, you stay in your lane. Stay like, in your lane. That's you it. stay in your lane. There's nothing wrong with staying in your lane. Like master, right. your, master your craft, master what you're good at and allow other people to have like other stuff. I know it would take me, years to get good at it if i would ever be good at it i well, don't stage presence that yeah it's not just the jokes it's everything yeah you you can turn a really shitty joke into a hilarious joke by your yeah. presence 
Yeah. And developing that is, is yeah. insane. I, I'm on a lot of stages as far as like, cause my, I got a lot of musician buddies and I'll bring them out on stage and I'll talk. No, I mean like comedy. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. So like, I know right. as far as I, I can get up there for a minute and talk shit. I'm good at right. shit. I'm good at that is where I will tell every single person that has came on this show. I get paid to talk shit for a living. That is where you <laughs> and nobody else on TikTok, nobody else. I would almost think can out shit talk me, but that is not, com- that's not comedy. Right. That, that that's not comedy that is shit talking it, there's if there was an olympic sport for shit talking i'm getting a fucking gold medal i'm getting i'm win, i'm fucking winning i love it i win it. i love it but that's not comedy there is a difference and i respect comedy so much that is like my 1a and my 1b are richard pryor and dave Chappelle. richard pryor is the funniest motherfucker of all time and then Chappelle is his ass is right there with him Genius. And, he's a genius. Oh, absolutely. I got to see him. I got to see him at Bridgestone in Nashville uh oh, in, in November of this year with Joe Rogan. Um, and let me tell you, it is the best shit ever. He saved so much of his material for his live shows. And uh, dude, I if you ever get a chance to go see him, go and, see him. And, yeah, do it. Fucking spend the money. Goes. It doesn't matter if you got the worst seats in the house. We didn't have great seats, but we didn't have bad seats. But go because it is. They take your phones at like their shows. Like they put you can't record anything. Yeah. So it is. It's rougher than anything you're going to see on Netflix. Um, like they go hard. They, him and Rogan or whoever's with him, they go hard. Even like, uh, did you watch the Chappelle show when he had it going? I love it. I, uh, I, yeah. So, okay, me too. so like, <laughs> even uh, I can't ever remember the dude's name, but Ashley Larry. Um, I can't. Ever oh remember. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, the so like head, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, he was even one of the opening acts. Um, they're touring right now. Um, nice. so that's why I'm bringing it up. But uh, like, so all these guys, everything that you see on their specials or you saw like on the Chappelle show doesn't fucking compare. It is. Yeah. It brings you to your fucking knees. It's I'm about to check them out. God, dude, I've never in my it may that is why when I say anything that I ever try to do in life, dude, I try to be the best at. Absolutely. When you see something like that, you know, I will in my mind, it's like I would literally have to go back to 20 years old and try to start being a stand-up comedian. Because I, I, there's no way I'm I'm start I would start twenty years too late. Like, right. th- th- there's no way I would work myself to death. And I'm also in where I don't. What part of Texas are you in? Houston. All right, so you got comedy clubs. We don't oh, have yeah. we don't have comedy clubs. So there's actually nowhere to where like me to even practice. Uh, it, it would have to me getting on social media and doing it and. Right. You can't do that because you don't get it's not the, the same. Yeah, you don't get the crowd. Like right. you don't know what works and what don't. Like if I see you like put hand clap emojis on a fucking video, it's just gonna make me right. sick. Yeah, fuck that. I'd rather be booed off a stage than than post a comedy sketch. Cause I'm gonna tell you what you're saying is so true. Cause there's this guy on on TikTok has like 20 million followers and he, he labels himself as a comedian where he did a stand-up, he got an offer, you know, and it was awful. Yeah, it, it was so 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 bad, and I mean, it, it there's nothing about the the jokes. Oh shit! Are you there? 
All right, we had a little technical yeah. difficulty. All right, go, go ahead with it, brother. <laughs> no, what I was saying was there's this guy, you know, I, I got 20-something million followers on TikTok. Huge following. Funny guy on TikTok. Very funny. And I watched him do a stand-up, and it was horrible. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. It was the worst show. Um, just, there was nothing. Nothing about what made him funny on TikTok transferred over to to the stage. Yeah, you there know, was, there was it just. It, go ahead. I, I felt bad for the for a dude. There was a dude who did my show. Uh, God, yeah, I think it was the end or I don't know October last year. Stu called himself a comedian. Uh, he emailed me several times. He didn't have a very big following, um, which I don't. I don't judge somebody by their following. I hate. I, mean, I, I I don't give a fuck what your following is. If you seem like a nice person, if you have a good story, I judge somebody by like, the content of their character. Like who, who you are, the content of your heart. Like if you're a good person, I give a fuck about you. Hey, I don't care if you got two people that follow you. I'd, I'm more interested in story and the person that you are than your fucking numbers. That shit doesn't mean anything to me. So like I was like, okay, dude, you know, you say you're a comedian. Looks like you've done some shows. Let's have you on the show. I mean, you'll bullshit back and forth. I do if sir, if you're listening to this, I'm not going to say your name. But you, if, <laughs> listen, if the listeners remember, I ran circles around this guy. And by the time the show was over, I was thinking to myself, I've got to go watch some of his stand up. Like, I, I've got to see, see, I've got to see. And I went and watched because the two clips that he sent me was like two out of a thousand that he had. Right. He sent me the only two funny ones. And they were mediocrely funny. Like they they right. were they were chuckly. They were chuckly, but the rest of his stuff, crickets. Yeah. And, and it wasn't even just crickets. They were just not even kind awful. of yeah, just awful. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, I really feel bad for this guy. Not for the fact that he's not funny, but the fact that he doesn't have friends telling his ass to, to yeah, stop. Yeah. Right. Like, Cause that's one thing with the guys that we write music with or the guys that are musicians with or whatever. One thing that you always have to do is you have to be able to be honest with the people that you love. When I, when I said a while ago, people stay in their own lane. There's a million different things you can do in this world. Just because you're bad at one thing doesn't mean you're not going to be successful at another thing. Like you got to kind of know when to give up sometimes. Right. Like, you got to. Like, I know me. I'm never going to be a professional singer. I can't fucking sing my way out of a wet paper bag. <laughs> I, yeah, I know I can't. I'm trying my damnedest to, to get good at guitar. There's a good chance I'll never get good at guitar. Right. There's ne And, I, like, I know that about me. And I'm okay with that because there's a lot of things that I am good at. You're not going to be fucking good at everything. Just find the things that you are good at. And we have to tell each other that. So it's almost aware, like that guy that you were just talking about with the 20 million followers, in fact, he has 20 million something people. And somebody was like, dude, don't, don't, don't air this comedy special or whatever it would be like. This is bad. It was so bad, dude. And like, the thing is, if you go to the comment section, they were like praising it. I'm like, like I get diehard fans. I have them myself where I can do no wrong, but shit. I mean, 
Someone tell us, man, how bad this is. Yeah, I don't think that we need those. I mean, I love the people that support me. Don't get me wrong. I, I just say, same way you do. But if I fuck up or I do something that's tell bad, me. tell me. Absolutely. Now, I have those two. I, it's, it's a good mixture, I would say, on my side. Yeah. I have the ones that are like, I can do no wrong. But then I have the ones like, yo, you're cool as long as you're cool. But I'm going to tell you if you fucked up. Yeah. You know, so that's why I've never got a big head. Like some of these, these people that, you know, they have a their egos are so out of control. Like it, it's just, I, and I've met a lot, you know, I've met, a, I've met some great people and I've met some people where it's like, they literally think they're shit. Those things. And they walk on water and uh, they're just man. horrible people, man. I don't know. I don't know the, what to say. They're like, they're horrible people, man. Dude, let me tell you this story. So my management company back in October, I had been in Nashville for two weeks uh, for some shows and everything. And I came back home to Georgia, uh, get back in the studio and, and start working again. And um, towards the end of October, there was like a, a TikTok meetup or whatever in Nashville. And my, manage- oh, I remember that. my management company reached out to me and it was like, don't you think it'd be really good if you went back up there for a couple of days and like met these people? And I was like, I don't fucking know. Like I, I'm already a dickhead. Like, I just don't think this is, I don't think this fits me. Like y'all guys already know, like I'm going to end up showing my ass. Like I already, you guys know what I'm going to do. And I ended up getting talked into it. So my big brother lives up there. He's a songwriter. So I called him. I'm like, bitch, we're, we're going to have to go meet these people. Like we're going to have to go to some of these places or whatever. Dude. I went out within one hour of going to meet some of these people. And I ended up being so fucking discouraged by these folks. I was like, whatever. I ended up on a rooftop bar. And so and like I ended up going to meet some people that I knew. Uh my buddy conservative Anthony and Flawless Lawless. Oh, I love, I yeah, like, I do too. I, I think I think the fucking world of them. Um, they are with uh, 180 Talent Group, and we've done some shows with 180 Talent Group. I, I like them. Uh, I like Miss Daphne. Um, I've booked some artists for some shows down in Georgia at a bar that we work with. And uh, so I was like, fuck it. If, if nothing else, I'll have a conversation with them, have a beer, fucking go on about my business. Within five minutes of being around these people, I cussed somebody out with them um, because uh, they were like, hey, uh, pull out your phone. I'll go add you back on social media. And I was like, add me back on social media. I don't even know who the fuck you are. (laughs) Like I have no idea who you are. And, but I'm a, I was playing it cool. Cause I, well, honestly, I wasn't drunk yet. (laughs) If I'd have been been drunk, I'd have been like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Um, But the, the, some of the people that we were there with, they already knew like a lot of people, that was around us knew me from the show. So I think they were all just kind of like eyeballing me waiting to see what I was going to say. So this guy was like, uh, pull your phone out, man. I'll go follow you back. And as I'm pulling my phone out or whatever, the dude's like, yeah, man, ever since, uh, ever since I hit 50,000 followers on the talk, he called it the talk, the talk, not this, this cocksucker called it the talk. And, and said, ever since I hit 50,000 followers, my life has just been crazy. I can't even go in public anymore or whatever. What the fuck? Yeah. And, the then, fuck and then, and then, and then I don't even remember. Like, I don't, I don't even know what the fuck. I think I got like 
about a 300,000 something followers or whatever. I think like then I had like 250. I don't even fucking right. know. It wasn't, I don't, I don't know. But he like goes and he like looks up my TikTok or whatever. And he's like, oh shit, you've got a lot more followers than I do. And he's like, what do you do with that? I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? What do I do with it? <laughs> like this dude was like, he thought I was like something special. And right. I was like, they thought, yeah, like you're a superstar. Yeah, and I was like, bitch, it's yeah, some shit. Yeah, probably half of those people clicked on me once, have never, yep. ever looked at me again. They've never supported anything I've done. They thought something I said one time was entertaining. They don't even know my fucking name. Right. And uh, anyway, it was very stupid. Um, but I ended up, every experience that I had the next two days around this, they ended up having like um, – and I, I don't knock, like, I don't knock, uh, I don't know if you've ever been part of them, uh, but like, we're like some of these bars or whatever host, uh, like some of the TikTokers getting together or whatever and having people. Oh come yeah. I, I mean, I was with one, one, eighty uh, talent group. With that oh, no shit. Guys. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I was, I was, I did wood talk and I did some shows. Oh, okay. Um, and then we just, you know, went different ways. We had different yeah. visions for what I wanted to do. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm. I've done the shows. I, I, and, and my thing was this: um, I, I don't like people paying to come see me. Yeah, I'd much that, rather, yeah, I'd much rather say, "Hey guys, I'm gonna be at this bar." You know, cover charges. I might get paid to be, but I want to hang out. If you're in this area, let's party. You know, I'm, I'm that guy. You know what I mean? I'm not the guy that you know charges four hundred or five hundred dollars for for a meet and greet, and and. You know, that's I just can't I can't look at someone who says, "Hey, man, I love your shit. You're funny. Um, thank you for your service. Sorry about your son, whatever." And then say, "All right, cool, man. Thanks. Five hundred. Pay me five hundred bucks, please." I now, like. I'm gonna try to get drunk with your ass and and let's party. You know. I like you even more now. I, I do. <laughs> I, I do. I, I like you even more now because that's where my disconnect has been with a lot of this stuff. Like, I got you. I'm a promoter as far as doing concerts. So, sure. so what someone should do, and this is what like I've explained to some of these people that have talent groups or whatever they're called. It's completely fine for me as a promoter to book like an artist. Like let's say I book uh, one of my buddies. Uh, let's just say I book Trey Landy, who's a, right. a good, good friend of mine with Warner Brothers. If I book him for a crazy bull in Macon, Georgia, and I pay him what I pay him to be the headliner. And then I reach out to you as the promoter. And I say, hey, look, dude, you promote the shit out of this event for me. And you be the MC for the event. You don't do anything else besides be the MC. Just in, introduce him on stage. That's all you got to do. I'm going to pay you $300, which would be what you would pay the opening act to be there. You come yeah. drink, have a good time, shake some hands or whatever. I'm not charging people to come see you. You're just the MC of it. That's okay with me. But charging people to come actually see you, you shouldn't even have to shake hands or whatever if you don't want to. If you want to sit in the fucking green room the whole time, that's fine. You are part of the show, but people having to pay to go see folks, I don't like that. There's a way to do it to where it makes sense. Um, but even this, I, and I've, I've burnt some bridges and i've hurt some feelings about this if it's an actual comedy show that's fine 
If everybody's getting up there and they're putting on an actual comedy show, it's fine. I've seen some clips from some of these shows. It's not a comedy show. Right. I don't I don't know what the fuck you call it. I, I, I don't know what you call it. It's almost it's like a, a weird meet and greet. And it, it, yeah, it, it, that, that's what I would equate it to. Yeah, and then the prices that you're charging these people, like I know what had been charged around me in my area. And it's like, uh-uh. Because I know, I, I'll say this. I went and saw Aaron Lewis Friday night before last at the Coliseum where close to where I live. I was in the second row. I know what I paid for that ticket. That ticket wasn't too much different than what people were praying for a VIP ticket to go meet some of these folks from social media. And there's no excuse. There's no reason why somebody ought to have to pay that much to meet somebody off of right. TikTok. Like there's, there's this no reason in my mind. Now, once again, if you are doing something, let's say you were helping a charity, let's say you, right. you were doing something to where, let's say you were doing something to where you were actually helping somebody. I'm fine with you getting paid. I, I think you, I think every one of y'all, you, Demps, Kelsey, anybody that we've had on this show, you you are a brand. And as a brand, you should get paid. You should get compensated to be at certain events. But I don't think that the whole event should be necessarily tailored around you right now. Right. I, I, does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. I yeah. never, I never felt like my problem was was I was, you know, we were I was told, you know, you can't like I want to interact with the fans. Like I want to bullshit with them i want to drink with them i want to hang out with them and you know you're told oh no you have to be separate because the vips paid this amount and these guys only paid this amount so if you're out there just bullshit with them in the crowd then the vips will get pissed and they won't buy any more tickets I'm yeah like, Yo, that's, that's not stupid. my style i want to get out there and party with my fan and so that's what i did i mean i yeah. i like I, for five days straight i was literally in the crowd party yeah. Um, you know, the shows in North Carolina, the shows in Louisiana, I, I was partying with the people yeah. and I loved every second of it. You know, and I, I have zero regrets about about doing that because that's who I am. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sit there, sit by the table, shake your hand, sign, sign, you know, some shit and then, you know, never talk to you again. I want to hang out. You know what I mean? And so I, I that's, you know, where, where my thing is. I want to party with you want to hang out with you. I'm oh, I'm 41 years old, okay? My kids are getting almost raised. I want to just relax and kick back and have some shots and interact with you. Because if you're hardcore enough that you're willing to take some time out of your day to come see me, I'm going to make sure it's worth your time. That's, you know? that's fucking exactly right. I'm glad that you see it like that. You, don't, you just don't hear... It's obvious that you have an, a great fucking head on your shoulders. You have a great understanding of what comes along with what you're doing. I appreciate it. You, you do. You just don't. That makes me respect you and appreciate you so much more because a lot of people don't understand that. They they don't. Oh, no. They, 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 they literally get the shit in their head that they're above. Yeah. And they're superstars. They're movie yeah. stars. They're, rock, you know, whatever. And like that guy said, you know, the talk. Yeah. And, and they, they, what they get to that, they stay there and it gets worse and worse. Me, I, honestly, I'm going to be the same person I am with or without TikTok. You know, I'm going to keep doing my own thing. doesn't matter. I'll, I'll blow up somewhere else. Because the way I believe it is, it, you, 
if your shit's good, it'll be good on any platform. That's exactly right. It, it, it doesn't matter. So if all that went away today, I'm, I'd be perfectly fine with it. That's why you've never seen me beg for people to, you know, save my account. I, I won't yeah. do it. Um, but the, that I want people to, I think people like me so much because I'm real. When I'm in my live shows and I'm hanging out, we're drinking, we're tasering our, each other. We're doing some weird, crazy, because I do comedy shows. Like, skit more more like, um, um, I don't know, we just do some wild shit on my lives. Like, yeah. But we have to do them on other platforms because TikTok will ban it. So we yeah. do them on like Clapper or, or High Notes. Um, but we do some wild shit and have a great time. And, you know, people do send us gifts, you yeah. know, and that's why I, that's the part of the gifting back, kind of circling back to what we're doing that I don't have a problem with. But people say, man, I have no problem paying you $10. This was like a two hour comedy show. Yeah. And I had a fucking blast. And so that's how I kind of do provide, But you're providing entertainment. A that's service, not, an entertainment. Yeah, that's no different these, than going to a fucking movie. Yeah. Right. These guys that are way up here that think they're above everybody, they, some of them, all they do is just thirst traps. And they, they there's nothing original to them, but they've been blowing their heads so big that they think they the God's gift to social media. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's never going to be me. It's never been me. It's not who I am. It's not what I'm about. I want to hang out and party. Just like, y'all, those people want to hang out and party. And I'm like, well, let's do it together. Yeah, that's where I'm telling you, a lot of these guys on there, I, I whether they've whether they've heard me on the show talking, and I don't ever say names, but some, oh, of, course these, not, yeah. some of these guys have had to hear me talk shit about them on my lives or on, on the show, or because there's so many people that run back and snitch because everybody's fucking snitches. But, yeah. dude, there's nothing, like you just said, the thing that I say all the time, there's nothing fucking original. You're right. not, you. if you're not the person who makes the original video, you're just a fucking follower. You're doing a trend that somebody else right. started. You're not a trendsetter. That right. is where I love the fact that you and a lot of other people actually make your own content. You right. can't, you can take a sound or whatever and turn it into your own. That's fine. There, that's being original. I, I, everybody fucking does that, but just doing the same goddamn dance or the same fucking thing that Fuck. everybody else does. Yeah. Your shit might blow up, but, are you different than anybody else? There's nothing fucking well, and, special and, about you. And, and the funny thing is, sometimes I'll see those videos and I'll, I'll, here's how you can tell if people are actually interacting with you and they are feeling your shit is I might have only 30,000 views on a video because I'm shadow banned, but I'll have 20,000 likes on that video. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then there's others on there. They'll have 5 million views, but only 5,000 likes. There's zero interaction. There's they you're not they're, you're not showing them anything new. They've seen 20 other videos on their FYP before years that did the same thing. Me and a lot of other creators out there that have the same mentality. I want to make I want motherfuckers, and I love reading the comments on my videos where they're like, dude, I just I just spit my coffee out all over my computer yeah. at work. I fell out of my chair. I love that shit. Yeah. And that's what I do this for because I enjoy here when people comment or message me saying that was some of the or the when they duet it and i get to see their reaction um i that's that shit i live for because you know i can take someone's day who's having a all i really honestly care about i'm taking someone who might be having a shitty fucking day and i'm making it better by by a a 60 second 10 second however long the video is 
and suddenly their day goes a different direction because they watch one of my videos. Others are doing it because they're hoping they get money off the creator fund. You know, yeah, that, not me. I, I do it because I, I want to see you. I want to hear that you blew coffee out your car. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there's a saying that I really like, dude. It's the people that, that make the best kings are the people that didn't want to be kings in the first place. Right on. Yeah. So, like, if you're doing shit for the right reasons and, like, you, you saying that you're doing stuff to make people smile. That's the same reason I'm doing stuff. Of course, of course, I'd be sitting here lying if I didn't say I want my podcast to be one of the biggest of in the world and I wanted to make fucking money off of it. It's my life. You want to be Joe Rogan? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, fuck yeah. I want fucking money. I, I, want, I want enough money where I, like, I don't know a motherfucker. Like, yeah, right. I, want, I want fuck you money. Like, who right. does it? But I also know what good I would do with fuck you money as long with right. a, a lot of bad shit that I would do with but fuck you money. There'd be some bad fuck you money that and I, good fuck yeah, you money. Yeah, I would have to do. I would have to make amends <laughs> with a lot of it. Um, right. But, like, th- there has to be that middle, you know? Like, th- th- there has to be. And it just seems like you understand. Like, you, you, you get it, and I, I just wish a lot more people did. Well, unfortunately, I don't think they ever will because in, in, on social media, you know, I mean, unfortunately, right now, if you do blow up, you could become a millionaire. Everyone's, mm-hmm. everyone's doing it to chase, not everyone. Uh, you know, once you hit that first million, um, you start looking at this, okay, can I do this for a living? Like, I, I can make a living off of this? And then it starts, you know, you start getting people telling you how amazing you are and how great this is. And then all of a sudden, you head get you know, I've been lucky. I've, I've always, I came up extremely rough. And so, you know, I came from the streets, you know, I'm, I lived on the streets from 14 to 23. So, I, you know, I don't think for granted anything, everything, you know, once you've been out of trash cans, you know, there is really no, I, 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 my, I have no ego in that sense. I am who I am. You either going to like me or you're not. Um, and then hopefully you laugh at some funny shit I do. I think I think you have built a very good starter, like a very good platform. Right. You. I, I think I think that you're one of those. The more and more I'm sitting here talking to you, that, and I, I've said this to only a handful of folks that's been on the show. You knowing to play towards your demographic, that's the most that's the most important thing about all this is playing Absolutely. towards your demographic that you've got something. I mean, it's obviously that you do, or you wouldn't have the, the fan support that you have or the following that you have. Like you, once you figure out what that next step is and you start planning, right. toward, pl- planning towards it, whether it's comedy or, you know, going to do stand up or whatever it would be or skits. Yeah. You, you definitely have something there to where it's a career. I didn't know six years ago. When I started, I was originally called Bearded Bastard, um, and only because I was like, <laughs> I, I, I was 330-something pounds. Um, wow. I was, yeah, I was a suicide survivor from back in 2010, and um, I went through a very bad breakup. And when I went through this very bad breakup in 2016, I knew from dealing with my depression and my anxiety going through this that, like, I had to have an outlet. I didn't start, sure. I didn't start social media are posting shit on Snapchat and Instagram and stuff. Um, I blew up on Snapchat originally. And, like, it was just stupid. I don't even fucking remember how it even happened. But it blew up, and when it blew up, some people in radio found me. But I was just literally posting, like, me 
going to the gym. I got called fat and unattractive by the girls engaged to and was cheating on me. And like, I needed something to let my anger out. So I started going sure. to the, started going to the gym and I started just talking shit. And I started just in my way being aggressive, but funny at the time. And, uh, I didn't have a beard or anything back then. Like, so I started for some reason, I just wanted to grow one. And I was like, right. fuck it. Well, let's, just, let's just do something. Um, so bearded bastard came out of nowhere. And then luckily one of my friends, uh, was friends with the guy who worked at the history channel. And, um, wow. and, uh, he ended up adding me on Snapchat just randomly one day. And, uh, he was on the show Axemen, um, or swamp, oh, wow. log, swamp loggers or whatever. And, uh, next thing you know, he's, he has his own radio show down in Valdosta, Georgia. And, um, he calls me one day and he's like, dude, I want you to come do a couple shows with me. I think that you would be really good for this. I think you're funny as fuck. Just come down here and hang out. Kind of tell me your story. I did. Next thing you know, I'm at the Georgia, uh, country music awards and i'm getting job offers i ended wow. up ended up getting uh a job offer at one of the biggest radio stations here and a couple years later i was the number one talk show host in georgia and Damn. Then, and then now i got the biggest podcast in georgia and top one percent show in georgia so you net you never know what the social media shit if you're good if you, right. if you if you've got actually layers and it sounds like you have layers like i do like a lot of these people do you're not a one-trick pony Right. These people that might have a bigger following or more money than us or whatever the fuck they got, they're missing the point that they're a one trick pony. If all you like if TikTok disappeared, they'd you're be done. Done. Right. You're fucking done. If all you can do is post a dance, a thirst trap, or shaking your ass or whatever, ladies, I want to tell you beautiful bitches right now something. <laughs> you know what's gonna happen to all you bitches that can't do nothing but shake your ass in a bikini? You're going to end up being a stripper. Okay. If yeah. that's, yes, that's what's going to happen. That's the only thing that's going to make you as much money as you're making now when TikTok yeah. disappears. That is it. And when OnlyFans, because OnlyFans is going to be gone too. Like, yeah, there's, I mean, I've never understood OnlyFans because why the fuck are you paying for it whenever you have so many free? Like, why? I I've don't got, understand. I've got some very good friends that have made, like, one of the girls in here, and I, Paige, I'm going to brag on you, baby. I love you. Paige. I always say that if a woman can make life-changing money, do it. As long as it's not going to ever bite you in the ass politically or whatever in the future, that's fine. One of my friends, his name is Paige Bauer. She has literally built her fucking dream home. Her log cabin home is being built right now at Lake whatever in Alabama. about said, where the fuck is that? I don't want y'all going stalking this bitch. But uh, literally, she's made life-changing money, but she doesn't have kids yet. She's not married. Yeah whatever like she she has nothing to wear she's ever going to be upset about it one day it's a means to an end for her right and and i'm fine with that i get the appeal of only fans because it's the girl next door it is literally the girl you see on social it's the it's the girl you see on tiktok right now or on instagram i get why some people would do it but i also in my mind if i and i've never paid for anybody's only fans I'm one right. of these weird motherfuckers. If I can't pull it, I'm not, I don't want to see it. Right. Yeah. Like if it, if I don't think I'm ever going to get to hit it, I don't want to look at it. Uh, is this exactly? It makes no yeah. sense to me. Yeah. I don't, I'm not about that life. Um, I don't like street. I mean, I'm not hating on the ones that make the yeah. money. Like, yeah. yeah. Page. I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, do, like, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I just, I get what that's what I was saying. Yeah. Is, like, 
I don't understand. Go to Cinemax. Yeah, yeah that's how I feel. That's literally yeah. how I feel. I get the appeal. I just don't understand how people keep subscribing every month. But I also think right. of what it is. I think it's the same way that people follow you. I think it's people get invested in somebody. Right. And also, too, like I know that when I've been around these girls, the ones that make a shit ton of money are the ones that spend all day, every day talking back and forth with these people. It's the interaction. Yes, yeah, the interaction. Right. So I think I think that's a lot of it. I think that's a, I think that's a lot, lot of it. Somebody told me at one point in time they were like, "If you could make a hundred thousand dollars in a month, would you do it?" And I was like, "God damn, I am in a lot of debt, but right, I my, I've got too many things I want to do in the future. Like I I right. just I couldn't, I couldn't. But I understand exactly why somebody could. I don't I, I get it. But also, don't nobody want to say he's a little dick. I ain't nobody. <laughs> hey, hey, I might have made a hundred. Somebody might have. Somebody might have paid. I might have made a. There's a niche for it. Yeah. That's <laughs> There's it. a niche for it. Somebody somewhere, someone wants to see that little bit. Okay? Yeah. I'll put it this way. I might have made a. I might make a hundred thousand dollars the first month, but the next month maybe a hundred. It's bad. It's just yeah, it's, it's, bad. it's a. There's a big plummet. In it's the over. Well, uh, well, dude. This has been an absolute pleasure. I want you to drop all yeah. your social media links and everything real fast so everybody can go add you. Um, make sure, too, those extra uh, links that you were talking about that you do your lives on, like your comedy skits yes. and all that kind of stuff. Please tell folks, like, uh, kind of give them, like, a heads up to, like, when. I don't know if you have, like, a time that you normally do oh, them yeah, or yeah, if it's yeah, just yeah, random. Absolutely. Yeah, give them some information uh, on that. I want them to go check them out. I want to check them out. Well, on my on TikTok, obviously, because you know you can't have fun on lines there. Um, it's it. random, but it's official and it's for big old Texan. Um, I also, but if you want to check out one of our shows, go to uh, High Notes. That's H I N O T E S, and it's uh, just big old Texan over there. I'm ver- I'm a verified creator over there. Um, you can also go to Clapper. Um, these are new social media sites like TikTok, um, and it's official underscore big old Texan on Clapper, and I'm verified over there. So just make sure the blue check marks there. Uh, or my Instagram official big old underscore big old Texan, and um, you know check me out, guys. Give me a follow. Um, hopefully, I'll make you laugh. Or if you're just looking for some motivation, some inspiration, or some comedy, that's what I'm all about. So appreciate you guys listening, man. Dude, you was a pleasure, man. Uh, Same here, brother. Yeah, dude. We'll have to stay in contact. We'll have to get that beer next time I'm out in Texas. Absolutely, absolutely. Or, or get your ass out to Georgia or Nashville next time I'm up there. I'm hoping to start making some, you know, hopefully if I can start doing making some moves, Georgia is definitely top of my list. So you and I are definitely going to meet up. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. We'll raise some hell together. Oh, yeah, brother. All right, boys. Well, hey, folks, thank you all for listening to the Josh Terry Podcast. I'll catch you all next time.